ready for tomorrow's news today. You're listening to Speak Life with Marty Lee. Hello and welcome to Speak Life. So glad you joined us for this broadcast. Uh, This is going to be a great show today. My special guest is Apostle Gail Sheehan, and uh, he'll be joining us shortly. But before we bring him on, I just want to remind you in the light of recent events that God has not given us a spirit of fear. Amen. You know, if you've been a part of this audience for a while, uh, then you will remember that God has spoken some of these things to us already. Uh, God has told us what he was what he was going to do, that he was going to shake the nations. Uh, and even though the nations will face new challenges, God is not oblivious to what is happening. Amen. He is still in control and working all these things together for our good. Yes, evil persists at times uh, in this fallen world, uh, and that is what we saw in recent days. It's just pure evil. Uh, and we do pray for the families and of the victims and, and for those that were uh, there on site and had to endure that trauma. But we also pray for every plot and every scheme of the enemy to be fully exposed and dealt with severely, by the Spirit of God. You know, Scripture says, Behold both the goodness and the severity of God. God will show His people goodness and continue to show goodness to His people. And He will also show His severity to those who oppose His will and allow this evil to continue. Isaiah chapter 5 and verse 20, it says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. God is saying woe to those. And that's what we're seeing today. Good is being called evil. Evil is being called good. Light is being called darkness. Darkness is being called light. Bitter is being called sweet and sweet is being called bitter. And God is saying woe to those who are siding uh, with with the evil and those that Uh, are propagating and and perpetrating these things. Uh, But it goes on to say in verse 25 of that same chapter uh, that they stir God's anger to the point where he raises his hand and strikes them down. Listen, God is shaking the nations and he is exposing those who are inventors of evil. And even, even though God is merciful and gracious, he's also a God of justice and equity. God is seeing, and he is weighing hearts in the balance today. Revelation chapter 9 and verse 11, it says, Now I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse, and he who sat upon him was called Faithful and True. That's Jesus. Then it says this, And in righteousness, in righteousness, he judges, and he makes war. He judges, and he makes war. I have a word from the Lord for you tonight. And I heard the Lord say this, enough is enough, says the Lord. Enough is enough. I will now release judgments in the earth against the principalities and the rulers of darkness. I will overthrow their evil agendas and expose their wickedness. Enough is enough. No more loss. I am stopping the loss. I am stemming the flood of negativity and wickedness, even from China, even from Russia, even from those within this nation, says the Lord. I am visiting those who have kicked against me, 
and you will see that I have entrapped them all, saith God. I have ensnared them all, says the Lord, and my spirit is moving through the earth, and my spirit will not strive with mankind any longer. I have caught them in their own nets. I have trapped them in their own webs, and I have trapped them in the pits that they dug for my people, and I will hang them on their own gallows, the gallows that they built for you, says the Lord. Enough is enough, no more loss. And the rulers of this age have dealt foolishly with my people, with Israel, and with the church. And even as they did when I walked this earth, for had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory, the Lord Most High. And when they touch you, saith God, they touch me. And now I will turn it all around. And what you have lost, what has been stolen, will come back to you now, says the Lord. Seven times greater will be put, will it be returned to you, says the Lord of hosts. I am brandishing my weapons of war, and I will show the might of my mighty right hand, saith the Lord. Amen. Now that's a promise. You just heard a promise for you and for your household. Did you hear the great things that God has spoken? God is shifting and turning everything around right now. Amen. Hallelujah. Get ready to receive his supernatural blessings. God is not done. Our God is greater. Yahweh, Jesus Christ, the King of glory, Jehovah God. Hallelujah. Amen. Be on the lookout for God. Don't look for the work and the schemes of the enemy. Look for God. Watch. Watch and pray. God spoke to me about the 50 days to change the world from Passover to Pentecost. And we are almost there. The mighty winds of the Spirit of God are beginning to blow. And you watch what begins at Pentecost. Amen? How many of you can receive that today? Go to the comments section and make your comments, make your declarations of agreement. If you're watching online, comment, like us, uh, hit the like button, hit the share button. Let others know about this broadcast. Listen, God has mighty angels on assignment who are listening to the voice of his word. You know, make a declaration. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. No fear here. Amen. No fear here. This is going to be an excellent time of conversation and ministry with one of my favorite people, Apostle Gail Sheehan. is uh, a great friend, and I want you to welcome him with me tonight. Welcome to Speak Life, Apostle Gail. We're so glad you're here with us today. So welcome to Speak Life, Apostle Gail Sheehan. Uh, you know, I've known you for more than 30 years and uh, I know a lot about you in, in your ministry, but tell our audience a little bit about you and your powerful ministry to the church. You know, I know that you were a fuel scientist, and uh, if I remember right, you helped create ethanol, and uh, and then uh, you moved to Christian International shortly thereafter. <laughs> That's kind of quickly through your history, but uh, when you moved there, we no. became fast friends, and and comrades in arms, and I've always valued your uh, prophetic insight. And, you know, I can honestly say this, the many prophetic words that you prophesied us over us, almost all of them have come to pass, with just wow. a few that are still mm-hmm. developing. And it's very accurate, uh, very strong ministry. 
And uh, so tell us a little bit about uh, your, your apostolic ministry. Okay. Well, yes, I am the director of Christian International Apostolic Network, which is a, a leadership ministry in the U.S. under the vision of Dr. Bill Hammond. Uh, and we have uh, nearly 800 or so ministers currently uh, here in the U.S., uh, we have great regional leaders in strategic parts of the country. Uh, and so I've been actually teamed with Bishop Hammond uh, for 30 years. And of course, Marty, it's great to be with you today and co-labor with you. And and uh, we've had both great ministry times and fun times. So uh, <laughs> you are uh, such a great friend and and it's great to, to be here today. And then the other thing that we're doing currently uh, is that we really saw that there needed to be a merge of fivefold ministers with everyone else in the kingdom. Uh, and so we're really focused on that uh, this year in particular. Uh, and we have a new network community uh, that we call Culture Influencers. Uh, and this community uh, is a community network for non-fivefold ministers, uh, but those that are called to be influential in the seven mountains of the marketplace. So we have uh, business people, government people, uh, education, uh, we have family church, media, arts, entertainment. And so there's a particular girl that I'm working with named Chantel Cooley, uh, who we're teaming together with her as the visionary leader of this network. And, and like you, I've known Chantel for almost 30 years uh, and actually worked uh, with her and her family in the past, uh, even at a time when uh, they had just received a prophetic word about birthing a university. Wow. Uh, and Bishop had given her father this word, uh, and it didn't seem like it was at all possible, but it happened. Uh, and they're one of the top distant ed universities in the U.S. today called Columbia Southern University. Wow. And so we're teaming together uh, to cause this merger of fivefold ministers with marketplace leaders uh, to come together uh, because it's going to take everyone really to see the kingdom arise uh, in this day and hour. And and I know, like like me, that, that you as well have had uh, your foot in the marketplace and ministry yes. at the same time. Uh, I've done both as a consultant in the marketplace for about 30 years, uh, working with uh, scientific things. So uh, it's an exciting time in the kingdom for what God's doing. Well, you know, you've always had a focus on the marketplace and, and how important it is to uh, furnish ministers uh, in the marketplace. You know, uh, businessmen need the same anointings. They need the same giftings. Uh, they, see, they need to use the gifts of the Spirit. And uh, in fact, that's God's plan. And, uh, you know, I believe God loves the marketplace. Uh, Jesus uh, began in the marketplace and he finished in yeah. the marketplace. And, uh, yeah. and so I, I believe that there is a, uh, uh, a powerful anointing available for marketplace ministers now. And, uh, you know, he, right. Jesus chose uh, all 12 of his apostles from the marketplace. Uh, right. doctor, taxman, fisherman, all prominent businessmen. And uh, Jesus himself was a businessman man for 30 years prior to launching his ministry. And so I believe the marketplace is God's field of dreams. You know, he has a dream to, to take back 
what the enemy has stolen and said that is uh, that there's this uh, line between uh, sacred and secular that doesn't exist. And I, I particularly think that it is a doctrine of devils to try to keep people out of the inheritance that God actually has for us. Yes, that's, I, I just so uh, totally agree with that. Um, you know, when uh, I've done both over different seasons of my life, and one real uh, telltale time happened uh, after I'd been in strictly uh, the marketplace, was a senior process engineer for Fortune 500 chemical company for years, transitioned into, quote, what I thought was full-time ministry, meaning a pastoral role uh, for yeah. several years. And then the Lord sent me back into the business world uh, after I'd been out for about five years. Uh, yes. And I actually had to commute one way, three and a half hours to go to work after I relocated to Florida to be with CI. And so wow. on one of those long rides and drives, I was wrestling with God about this assignment in the marketplace. Uh, and he asked me one question. Uh, and the question was, uh, would I say that Joseph was in full-time ministry? And of course, at that point of time, I kind of had a mindset about what I thought full-time ministry meant. Uh, and so the answer, of course, was no. Uh, but then the Lord spoke to me and said, but didn't I use Joseph to accomplish my purpose for a multitude of people? Mm -hmm. And so when that happened, it really shattered this wall of separation uh, between marketplace and ministry. Uh, and I really saw probably uh, more clear uh, than I ever had before how there needed to be a merger between the two and that the uh, full-time ministers were never going to fulfill their destiny unless they had the marketplace people with them, and vice versa, the marketplace people were never going to really fulfill their destiny unless they were plugged into the kingdom with fivefold ministers. Mm -hmm. And so uh, when that happened, uh, I just began to do both. And so for about 30 years, uh, actually did both at the same time. Uh, and uh, I'm really excited because I think it's the strategic time for the church. Uh, you've heard Bishop Hammond, who I represent many places, uh, talk about the third reformation time of the church that we're in. And so if the church is really going to arise to be all we're called to be, it's going to take everybody fulfilling destinies to get there. And so I think that's exactly where we are. I'm very excited about uh, the day and hour of technology that we're with as well. Uh, I believe back at the Second Reformation with Martin Luther, when a printing press was developed about the same time, uh, that helped propagate uh, Bibles at that point of time. Yes. And today, uh, with technology, uh, we're able to propagate the Word of the Lord uh, to places that could never be reached any other way. And so this young Joshua generation of technology-minded uh, people, I think, are coming to the forefront, uh, and we're going to see some really great things happen. I agree. You know, I think that uh, kind of circling back at what you were saying, you know, there's this uh, <clears throat> there's this mindset, I think, uh, that exists in the body of Christ, the separation between sacred and secular. And, and actually, God is placing businessmen uh, in relationship with uh, ministry, uh, what we would call pulpit ministry. Now, they're both in ministry. The word ministry uh, in Scripture is actually the word work, and the word work is the word ministry. And so it's one and the same. 
But uh, I believe God is is putting people together for his purposes. And uh, the enemy has done a good job at putting scales on people's eyes so that they mm-hmm. see each other as uh, as uh, diametrically opposed, this dichotomy of, of, of I'm over here, you're over there. Uh, but in fact, yeah. Jesus in Scripture told Peter, who was a seasoned fisherman with a whole fleet, a whole a, a successful, massive business. Uh, he said, "Go back out and cast your nets over there." And uh, Peter looked at Jesus, uh, you know, with a with a little bit of contempt. You know, you're a preacher; I'm a businessman. And, uh, uh, you know, but I have seen you raise the dead and I have seen demons cast out. So nevertheless, at your word, the scripture says he cast one net uh, out and Jesus said, cast your nets, plural. And so uh, and then, you know, the rest of the story is he pulled in such a great catch uh, that it was causing the nets to break and the boats to sink. And he had to call all the other all the rest of his fleet out uh, to catch uh, to bring in that great catch. And I always say that if we'll learn to work together, uh, that there will be a net breaking boat sinking harvest. And they were in, in the middle of a, nobody was catching fish that night. And yet one, one prophetic word from the Lord, uh, turned everything around. And now Peter cornered the market, uh, just by obeying the word of the Lord even with partial obedience. And so uh, I think that's a, kind of a picture of what God wants to do right now in the marketplace. He wants to empower uh, men and women of God to walk with business people as men and women of God and to bring in the harvest. How, what, what's your take on that? Yes, I, I totally agree. I, I think what we uh, tell everyone is that if you're a believer you are a full-time minister. Uh, you may not have a pulpit ministry, uh, but you're called to be a minister of life uh, to people uh, wherever your influence is and wherever uh, God wants to use you. So if that begins to be the mindset of people that I'm just not going to a job, I'm not just a successful manager or a successful entrepreneur or whatever that may be, uh, that I am called to be a minister for the Lord and use my position that he's given to me uh, to be able to do that in strategic ways. And so uh, this the story I mentioned about Chantel Cooley and the university, when yes. her dad got this word, uh, it was like the most far-fetched idea for him uh, at the time. He didn't really look academic. He didn't talk academic. But you know what? He laid hold of that word, began to just write a few courses, uh, and Chantel will, will tell the story. They're, they'd been through several foreclosures. Uh, they had cars taken in the middle of the night, repossessed. Oh. Uh, they had homes uh, uh, th- that they had to let go, and they moved a bunch of times. Uh, and so all this was kind of the back history of where they were uh, when uh, I just kind of began to work for them uh, in this new era. And... Mm. Um, but they received this word at the time had 10 or 15 employees at the business and environmental firm uh, and begin to birth this university. So I worked with her father in the initial stages. Uh, and then I went uh, more the direction of the environmental firm. The university went kind of another track. 
but just a couple of years ago, Chantel called and wanted me to come over to do their presidential transition. And when I went, uh, they had a thousand employees. Wow. Uh, they had 30,000 students enrolled and 60,000 oh graduates. All right. Uh, and so wow. it had manifested. And so one of the great things about the prophetic is God can take things from an unseen realm and manifest them in the natural. Uh, and that's exactly what happened with this story. And I know uh, you've got a lot of those that uh, you've been involved with as well. And so many times the prophetic word is what begins to create that avenue of possibility into the future of destiny. And so I believe that's right where we are. And so we really believe there's a new wave of the prophetic uh, that's coming uh, to the earth today. Uh, and that uh, we, you uh, as CI are really on the cutting edge of making that happen. Wow. I agree. I, and I believe that uh, the, the vision in a businessman's heart uh, is from God's heart. And, and like you said, we've had uh, many opportunities to speak to different, uh, different business people. You know, our uh, impact has been in the music industry and uh, uh, movies and producers and those kind of things, and, and, and even political uh, but I always try to encourage them that the vision in their heart is from God's heart and uh, that it is God's, it's actually God's dream. And, uh, you know, I, I always try to refer back to uh, something m more familiar with a lot of them is uh, the old uh, movie with Kevin Costner, The Field of Dreams. If you build it, they will come. And uh, yeah. when God speaks something, uh, that prophetic anointing creates it and it is there uh in the future existing and god sees it and he declares it you know we see it as a foretelling uh, god sees it as a foretelling and it is yeah. coming and he is aligning us with that word it's like uh chantel's father uh he built it and they came and uh, when you yeah. build according to the vision and the prophetic word uh, that God releases, uh, the marketplace suddenly shifts to you. Uh, and, uh, you, you know, one of the terms that uh, some of the business people uh, I relate to and, and, and minister to, they call it real time, uh, being ahead of the curve and being ahead of the market. Yeah. And, uh, you know, even right now we're looking at uh, supply chain issues and that sort of thing. Uh, you know, even it, you could go right back to that uh, story in Scripture that I just mentioned. Jesus addressed the supply chain issue immediately uh, by the mm -hmm. word of the Lord. And that creative word and an obedient businessman uh, changed the whole picture for everybody. I believe we're in those kind of days today uh, where yeah. we're going to begin to see how the, the power of the Holy Spirit moving in believers, in the saints of God, uh, giving strategic words, strategic direction to impact their community, uh, uh, impact the church, impact the culture, and begin to build vision and dream for the people of God. Yeah, wonderful. You'll enjoy this story, Marty. Um, I was at a church very uh, recently, and sometimes we wonder about how God is going to reach some of the seven mountains, and probably the one that we're uh, have wondered about for some time at least have have probably been arts and entertainment about how's right. God going to get its feet into what seems to be such a liberal 
uh, Antichrist arena. Mm. Uh, but uh, I go to an underground church in L.A. Uh, that is made up of young, uh, and the, that means 20 and 30 year old uh, mm. producers, uh, mm. dancers, um, actors, uh, and even TikTok dancers, all right? <laughs> and uh, they are impacting the kingdom with great influence. Uh, mm. Their men's dance team had an invitation to come uh, to do a Clippers, NBA Clippers, LA Clippers yeah. halftime show. Uh, wow. And when they first came in, uh, the, the Clippers organization said, you have to use our music, you kind of have to do things a certain way. Uh, but they watched them practice one time, and the one that was over that uh, portion said, you know, there's just something different about you guys. Uh, you can do anything you want to. Right? <laughs> and so at this halftime, uh, they did a dance routine to the song Crucified. Uh, wow. Crucified. And it was powerful. It was impactful. Uh, and after that one show, uh, they got invited to do 10 more uh, NBA halftime shows with the Clippers. All right. Wow. Uh, but these are are the dancers like you, the popular ones you'll see on TikTok uh, that uh, are being very influential. They're very passionate for the Lord uh, and they're passionate to bring transformation uh, in the spheres of their influence. And so we see that happening in you know, so many of the different mountains on, uh, on our uh, upcoming Culture Influence virtual conference. We're going to have Tim Scott, a great senator from yes. South Carolina, will be with us, uh, and uh, many others from different uh, mountains that will be a part of that. But uh, every, you know, as the mountains we begin to touch with the word of the Lord, with the prophetic, uh, one thing that will happen after that will be that the chief mountain of the Lord, which is God's mountain, will begin to reign over all the others. And yes. so that's what we're looking for. You know, we're looking for that chief yes. mountain to arise that's made up both of us as, as a human force and an angelic host as well, yes. uh, make up this kingdom that's arising today. So we're in for exciting times. Well, Isaiah prophesied that God wants his, his kingdom built on the top of the mountain. And uh, I yeah. believe that there is a, there is a drive uh, in Christian uh, business people uh, to go for the top. And, uh, you know, I don't believe we need to, you know, it's, the old saying is good is the enemy of great. And I believe God's really put greatness in uh, in His business people, uh, and we should not settle for good, uh, but that we should continue that drive for great and uh, go for the wow. top of the mountain. I, I I think we have a um, a uh, graphic for that conference that you've got coming up. If we could put that up, that would be great. Uh, and tell us a little bit about the conference and who the speakers are and you know, what we're looking okay. at here. Great. Well, this is our first ever uh, really virtual marketplace conference. Uh, and the theme, of course, is empowering prophetic marketplace influencers. And so this conference is for uh, everyone that's called to the marketplace, no matter what arena you function in. Uh, we believe that you're called to be influential in that sphere of influence. So uh, whether you're working in a hotel or whether you're a, a manager in a firm or 
whether you're an entrepreneur or wherever you are, we believe that there's going to be keys here that will help you to be successful. And of course, hearing the voice of the Lord is the really the ultimate key to success. If we hear what God says to do and do it, uh, we're going to be successful. And so we're very excited with the speakers that we're going to have uh, on uh, this conference. Of course, we'll have uh, Bishop Bill Hammond. Uh, he has uh, really had this vision of the marketplace in his heart uh, for many years and felt the last major move of God would actually happen in the marketplace. Uh, we're going to have Ed Silvoso, which is known for tremendous times of transformation yes. in so such powerful ways. Yes. Uh, we'll have Chuck Pierce with us, who's always has a prophetic voice into what's happening and where we're headed. Yes. Uh, we'll have Lance Wall now with us, who's very big in governmental arenas as well, uh, mm -hmm. and very uh, on top of really the seven mountains in general, uh, will we'll be with us. Uh, we're having a great economic person named Mike Davis, who uh, is just uh, tremendous with forecast and, and future things uh, in the economy realms that will be with us. We'll have Apostles Tom and Jane Hammond will be there, and Chantel and I will be hosting it. Uh, online. Wow. Uh, and so we invite, you know, everybody that anywhere you are uh, to come and be a part of this. It'll be a Thursday evening, uh, Friday during the day, uh, 10 to 5, uh, Saturday from 10 to noon. Uh, and then on Saturday afternoon, uh, every attendee will have the ability to receive a prophetic word, either for them personally or for their business or their company mm. or their position, whatever that may be. We want to prophesy uh, in really to that arena of the marketplace to cause them uh, to advance. Uh, and so uh, we're very excited about this. We hope we get a lot of, of uh, really newcomers to come on board to hear the voice of the Lord and hear what these major leaders are uh, speaking and saying in this arena. Well, I high, highly recommend it. I think the, the voice of the Lord you know, in uh, Psalm 29 and verse 4, it says the voice of the Lord is powerful and it's majestic. And that word in, uh, in the Hebrew is koach, and it means it's a force. Uh, and then it goes on to talk about how the voice of the Lord uh, removes the uh, cedars, removes all the, and that speaks about the things that have been planted uh, in generations past that have grown and become an obstacle in and uh, how the word of the Lord can remove those obstacles. And then it talks about how the voice of the Lord divides the flames of fire. And, uh, you know, sometimes in business, it may look like you're surrounded by the enemy and there is no escape. And uh, the voice of the Lord will give you that, that route out. It'll make a way where there is no way, no way. And so, you know, there's a powerful force that God wants to release in the marketplace and, and that is his voice, and he's looking for uh, warriors to be those that take the mountain, take the kingdom by force, and uh, and and I believe, you know, you and I have had uh, uh, some incredible doors open to, for that to occur. You know, I've ministered to a lot of people in the music business, and and uh, artists, and politicians, and attorneys for politicians, and uh, and those kind of things, but. You know, one thing for sure, whether it's rock musicians or country or pop or whatever, they're all looking for the light of truth, something that would call forth that deeper call and that deeper destiny and purpose within them. And I have found 
that the prophetic word is that force that just brings forth that that uh, birthing of that greatness within them. And, uh, you know, whenever I've shared the Lord with these, they're all hungry for, for more. They've done uh, what they can do to take the top of the mountain, and now what? You know, and so we've been able to be there to offer uh, uh, some fresh truth uh, to empower them to stand where God put them and, and on the platform that God right. gave them and to be that voice of change uh, for the culture. And sure enough, that's what's happening, you know. Uh, I know a particular, yeah. I'll share one more story, uh, but uh, I know a particular world-famous uh, heavy metal rock band and uh, ministered to them over the years now and got them all saved and filled with the Holy Spirit and that, you know, they all watch uh, Joyce Meyer and, and Kenneth Copeland and all these uh, great preachers of our day. They watch their TV shows, which is the power of media, by the way. It's incredible. Uh, it is. And uh, so they've gone back and they've changed the words to all their hit songs and wow. uh, where they were dark and, and, and scary uh, they still have the same melodies, the same uh, timbre to their voice uh, when they're singing yeah. it, but the words are completely different now. <laughs> and nobody really, nobody really uh, uh, minds that they've done that because uh, they're taking a stand for Christ in their own way and taking steps. And, you know, it's interesting to see how the voice of the Lord will change things uh, and, and bring forth a fresh vision uh, in people. Amen. Yeah, that's so true. And of course, when I came to the kingdom about, you know, I was 26, uh, when I came from kind of an agnostic, scientific background, radically saved, uh, coming out of rock music, uh, there wasn't a lot of that kind of music in the kingdom at no. that point in time. <laughs> but there were a few, all right? There yes. were a few. And of course, our mutual friend, John Schlitt of Petra, yes. uh, was one of those that were pioneering the rock sound in the kingdom at that time. What a uh, gift. Which was really salvation for me. I mean, I had to have some yes. kind of music that I felt was good, but you progress and you listen to different things, obviously, too. But uh, but one of the things I think you're so important you mentioned regarding nations uh, is that uh, we are in a strategic time of nations aligning for destiny. Yes. Uh, in the midst of what I really believe uh, is a strong spirit of chaos, all right? And um, we wonder sometimes about how does this chaos work? Uh, mm -hmm. You know, chaos really uh, is something that tries to pervert uh, and uh, to overthrow God's order and yes. whatever realm that is. Now, we see that happen very much uh, with the family structure right now around the world. Uh, mm -hmm. The family unit is under tremendous attack, uh, trying to distort what that is and what that can be. Uh, we see that uh, happening uh, even with gender identity right now, where God said there was male and female. Uh, the spirit of chaos is trying to pervert that uh, mm -hmm. in so many different ways. Uh, and then... I really believe that there's also also national levels of chaos. Uh, and if you look back at our history over this last year or so, um, you'll find that 
one of the most descriptive words that ever talked about Afghanistan and our withdrawal from Afghanistan was that it was chaotic. It was there was a spirit of chaos uh, yes. that happened there, and sometimes we wonder, well, how does a how does a spirit of chaos associated with the Taliban in Afghanistan relate to anything in our nation of chaos? Uh, and how do they work together, seemingly, uh, in some uh, ungodly ways, I would say. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think the answer to that is that there are spirits of Antichrist uh, under this spirit of chaos. And I just want to share one scripture because I think this is uh, is important for uh, yes. where we are today. And it actually comes from Isaiah uh, chapter 51 Uh, And it's a scripture that talks about awakening the strong right arm of the Lord to defeat chaos, Mm. right? And here's what it says. It says, awake, awake, put on strength, O arm of the Lord. Awake as in the days of old, the generations of long ago. Was it not thou who cut Rahab in in pieces and who pierced the dragon? Now, this word for Rahab here is not like Rahab the harlot that helped the Israelites, Uh, But it's actually a word uh, that refers to a chaos dragon. And this force is mentioned from Genesis uh, to Revelation in different ways. Uh, And I see that's where we are having things played out in the world today. Uh, The World Economic Forum just happened in in Davos, and obviously there's a lot of people there that are strategically trying to make things happen in a way that uh, we don't, I don't believe is is the right way, uh, and that we see some pressures coming upon the world in general by some elite forces uh, that are very much aligned with chaos uh, to try to bring some subversion to people. Uh, and to try to bring, I think, some controlling issues. And so I think we're in this battle right now between light and darkness, all right? And uh, in Isaiah, it talks about that we're called to rise and shine when there's darkness that covers the earth. And I believe that's where we are right now in God's timetable for his church. Uh, And so uh, the great news is it says here that we can awaken the strong right arm of the Lord to crush the spirit of chaos. And so uh, maybe later today, I just want to pray over homes and families if you felt like this assignment has been against you and against your home, against your business, against whatever your marketplace calling is and against your destiny. Uh, We're in a wartime. And, you know, uh, Paul told Timothy to make war with the prophetic words that he had received. And whenever I think of this scripture, I think of a time where uh, I was in a really difficult time uh, in a local church for a long time, knew I was supposed to be there. Uh, I was actually even the assistant pastor, uh, but the senior pastor didn't like me. All right. Uh, But yet knew I should be in that position. So you can imagine what my days were filled with uh, during a long period of time. All right. Years. Uh, this assignment was there. And so uh, one time I had uh, some CI uh, prophets came in, called me out, gave me this tremendous word about promotion, increase, all kind of great things. And so I'm thinking, hey, tomorrow is going to be a really great day. Uh, But you know what happened? Uh, When tomorrow came, everything got worse, all right? The bad things got worse, the good things got bad. And so for probably two years, I would say almost, I think I decreed that prophetic word a thousand times about what God said. 
that God, yes. you said. And so uh, many, you know, that may be watching today, may be in some difficult times and, and you're feeling some chaos battles happening. Uh, but it's important to draw upon that prophetic word that you have because it will actually cut through the darkness and make a pathway for your success. And so I know you, Marty, have had to war with words, and we talk yes. a lot about that here, about warring for your miracles, uh, warring with your prophetic words to uh, see the final breakthrough that God uh, wants to have. You know, uh, we all love suddenlies. I love suddenlies. Um, but uh, for this particular suddenly, uh, it was a, about a two-year time delay between it happening, all wow, right? Yes. And others have been longer than that for people I know as well. But uh, don't give up on the prophetic words that, uh, that you have and that God's given to you, uh, because it's time to really make war. You know, uh, I always tell everyone, probably if I asked you today, if you're in a major battle, uh, everybody watching this today would say, yeah, yeah. I've got at least one, maybe two maybe three. Uh, if I came back next year and asked the same question, you know what the answer is still going to be? Yes, I'm still in a battle. Yes. Now, maybe it's not going to be the same one, uh, but there'll be battles from here on out. And when we get uh, to know that that's the way it's going to be, I think it helps us advance in uh, seasons of darkness. Amen. The voice of the Lord brings life. And, uh, you know, you, you were talking about chaos and in uh, February of 2020, the Lord gave me a prophetic word that we were entering into a season of chaos, uh, but this was chaos for a purpose, uh, that God was going to begin to expose the powers of darkness through this chaos. And those that are in this audience uh, probably remember that uh, prophetic word, but that uh, there would be a, a time of chaos just like it was in the beginning where everything was chaotic and without form and void, but then the voice of the Lord began to break through and bring divine right. order and divine alignment, and it was the launching of a new season and a new epic of time. And so I believe that that's where we are, you know, and the devil's good about stealing uh, words and stealing, uh, you know, hope and change, and, you know, these are the agenda, this is the agenda of the Holy Spirit but he tries to steal those words to create a counterfeit to bring a lack of faith in what God is actually doing. And so I believe there is a great reset happening right now, but it is a reset by the Holy Spirit. It is a realigning of nations. It is a realigning of purpose. And even in some cases, I've seen where the Spirit of God has used this moment to take people out of a uh, a job uh, where they were, uh, you know, just kind of a slave to a job and activate right. that deep vision within them and draw them into a time of taking a Holy Spirit risk and, and waging war with that prophetic word that God gave them and seeing that destiny and that vision and that purpose begin to be that seed that's planted and growing and developing in their lives. And so, I believe the power of the prophetic, the voice of the Lord, is 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 like a hot but hot knife through cold butter right now, and uh, it's yeah. beginning to re-establish uh, some things for the people of God, so that we're back in faith again. We're back into what I, you and I were talking about before, is the flow. You know, everything in God wants to move us forward, and so when we're stagnant. 
that's when problems begin to occur. And so God does whatever's necessary to shake us up, to wake us up, to get us back in a flow and in forward motion with him. Amen. 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 That's so good. Uh, I'll share a quick uh, story that happened recently. Um, I was doing a conference here in Florida, and uh, I happened to read an article that day that talked about Florida being the number two state in the population of eagles, and that Alaska Uh, was number one, and Florida was number two. Uh, And uh, we've been to Alaska to see the eagles fly there. uh, But that Uh, night after I'd read this article, I happened to say to the conference crowd, I said, you know, I read this article, uh, but you know what? I've lived in Florida uh, for almost 30 years right now, and I've never seen an eagle anywhere in Florida. And I just happened to say that. Uh, The next morning, the conference host uh, is a golfer, so uh, we went out to the golf course, and on the very first hole of the golf course, eagles started to gather in the tops of the trees. Wow. Uh, and it was quite amazing. Five or six were just kind of flying around and landing. Uh, but the most amazing part was one eagle uh, came down and walked with us on the golf course, just like <laughs> 10 to 15 feet from us. Uh, as, we're, as we're going the first three holes of the golf course. Uh, wow. I probably didn't know how much danger it was in the way we hit golf balls, but <laughs> yeah. it stuck right with us. Uh, we tried to feed it some crackers and things. I've got pictures of it. Uh, and so I'm just riding along and kind of bewildered, uh, thinking, you know, just last night I tell these people that I've never seen an eagle, and today there's one walking with me on the golf course. Wow. Uh, and I'm just riding along, and the Lord spoke something uh, very clear to me, uh, and he said, everything can change in a day. All right. Yeah. Everything can change in a day. And that's the nature of really the prophetic power of the Lord. Uh, mm. You know, this uh, this book uh, that I, that's showing right here is one that's called Financial Miracles. And uh, when Sean and I first relocated to Florida, we went through some really difficult times uh, financially, uh, uh, had to really believe for uh, groceries for a season of time, but uh, finally got a little bit established in a, in a job. And and uh, one Sunday morning, one of our local prophets, Bill Lackey, had a prophetic word that said, uh, God was going to give you uh, people in general a 30-day window of opportunity uh, to buy property and land. Now, at the time, we didn't really have money to invest, uh, but you know what? When you've got the word of the Lord, everything else will line up. And so we went went out actually looking for property after uh, hearing this prophetic word. And we ran across this one particular track of five acres that didn't look too amazing in the natural, just scrub pines and uh, trees and sand roads. But we really felt that was it. And so we had to believe for $1,000 that came in from somewhere to put down. And we purchased it for $27,500 at the time. Uh, And we actually ended up moving uh, home onto that property and lived there for a while. And then after a few years, the Lord really stirred my heart that it was time to sell it. Uh, And so I uh, got together with a realtor um, 
And when I talked with the realtor, I asked him, I said, what do you think the property's worth now? And he said, I think it's worth well over a million dollars. All right. Wow. And my mouth kind of fell open, I think, when he, <laughs> when he said that. Uh, but the reason it was so valuable was that there had been a plan to put a new uh, town in our county, and it was going to be called Newtown, and a portion of it was going to plot out right on the track of land that we had. And so the land value skyrocketed. So to make a long story short, uh, we ended up selling it for $1.5 million. Uh, wow. So God took it from $27,500 uh, to $1.5 million, all by the power of a prophetic word. Now, the most amazing thing about this is that happened in 2004. Uh, and if you go to that property today and look at it, you know what it looks like? The what? very same way it looked in 2004. <laughs> Nothing's changed. It's scrub pines and still sand roads. Uh, and the reason for that is they decided never to put Newtown in. It never wow. happened, all right? Uh, but yet God used that uh, to take something from an unseen realm and manifest it in the natural. And Amen. so uh, for those that are watching today, God's able to do those kinds of suddenlies, uh, and he can create things uh, where they're not there before. And in this case, uh, never happen except the value of the wealth transfer that God wanted to happen. And so I believe we're in for store. Uh, you know, I'm ready for more miracles. We've seen some healing miracles, financial miracles, but I want to see more. And I think we're in a season for that. Amen. So that book is called Financial Miracles Now. Is that right? That's correct. And, yep. that, and you're the author of that book. And the other book is called That's Miracles right. Now. In the, yeah, in, this one is called uh, Miracles Now, dealing with uh, healing miracles. And yes. I really came into a revelation of healing miracles about 15 uh, or so years ago now. Uh, and uh, this book talks about how not only does, does God want us to be those that are receiving miracles, but every believer can be a miracle worker. Uh, and Amen. in Mark chapter 16, Jesus charged uh, the disciples were, who were in really a tremendous state of doubt and unbelief uh, to go out and do miracles, all right? Uh, and so Powerful. if we just want to be obedient to the Lord uh, as a believer, we have to be a miracle worker. And so we've seen blind eyes open, deaf ears yes. open, surgeries canceled, cancer eradicated, uh, just tremendous things happen. Uh, and so I'm, I think this is a season even for the more in terms of the miraculous. Amen. You know, I've read both of those books uh, multiple times, and it will get you up and moving in your faith to believe for financial miracles and for physical healing miracles. And, you know, it was, uh, I think it was, uh, I don't know, maybe 15 years ago, uh, we were, we, I had read your book, and uh, I had preached a message on Jesus Does Miracles Today, and uh, it was later that afternoon, we were having a church fellowship out on our church property uh, that we had just purchased. And, uh, and uh, we had a, uh, a young uh, kid, about five years old, who was on a hayride, and he decided to jump off of the hayride on the front mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. And he ended up getting run over by the hayride, full of people, full of hay, and uh, it crushed his head. 
and he mm-hmm. we had the captain of the police department was there part of the church and a uh a emergency room doctor uh who actually ran the hospital as well and uh he grabbed the young man and said pastor marty he's gone and uh you know unless god does a miracle uh, that's it mm-hmm. and uh i said well it's, and the Lord spoke to me and said, call him back. And I'm telling you, unless the Lord tells you to do that, uh, don't do it. <laughs> but my faith was there. And, uh, mm-hmm. and so we called him back. And uh, to make a long story short, uh, the, chief of, the captain of the police department called for life flight. Uh, and, uh, and they just mm-hmm. sent an ambulance because they didn't have any faith that he was going to make it. Uh, the young boy came back to life, and within three days, uh, he was dismissed from the hospital completely whole, completely healed. Wow. Uh, no, wow. No, uh, no sustaining injuries, no uh, continuing uh, problems, completely and totally healed three days. <coughs> and, uh, and that was the power uh, of believing those uh, prophetic words. Uh, words that are in there. And so I, I encourage people to read both books. Uh, and I can yeah. give another testimony about the uh, the financial miracles. Now, it's just a great uh, resource for people. I encourage you to, uh, uh, to go to the website and to purchase the books, uh, purchase a couple as gifts, and uh, give them out. We need to get more people active uh, in their calling and in their destiny, you know, these signs shall follow those that believe, not just preachers. And uh, mm-hmm. I always like to say, uh, these signs follow those that believe. Believers shouldn't be following signs. Signs should be following believers. That's good. That's and, good. And so... Uh, That's good. Well, I'm going to tell you one other one, Marty. You'll like this sure. one. I don't think you've heard this one yet. Um, we have a, a ministry in Fiji. Uh, Pastor Thomas is his name. And uh, there's a lot of strong witchcraft uh, in mm. Fiji, uh, more uh, known than what typically we probably we would think of in the U.S. You know, it's kind of interesting. In some nations, uh, Satan really likes to be visible. Uh, Africa is one of those locations. Fiji is another one like that. Uh, in the U.S., it's totally the opposite. Uh, he wants to be completely invisible, where people don't even think that he exists. Uh, is his mode of operation. But in Fiji, they're very overt in the witchcraft realm. And so uh, Pastor Thomas's wife had a curse put on her by a witch doctor uh, that was called a red line curse. Uh, And this was actually a curse where actually a red line began to form around your body. uh, And they said uh, they never knew anyone if this line went all the way around to touch that ever lived. They all died if this com- curse completed itself, basically. Wow. And so he calls us, and we begin to war for his wife and and just decree uh, the power of the Lord to touch her, to heal her, to restore her. And immediately, this line started going in the opposite direction, right, <laughs> from the way it was going. until yes. And she was in intensive care at this point of time. Uh, wow. And then very shortly, she was released from the hospital, goes home. Uh, during this next week, um, something interesting happened. And, you know, many times it talks about that if a, cur- if a curse cannot find place to land, uh, it goes back to the sender, all right? 
And so within this next week, uh, the witch doctor that had placed the curse on her, and someone had paid him to do this, uh, the per- put the curse on her, and I don't know the, ex- the totality of how the accident happened, but somehow a bus fell on him and killed him uh, wow. within the next week. All right. Wow. And because of this and this story that was in Fiji, hundreds came to know the Lord. All right. Wow. Uh, because they could see the power of God in their midst. And so we're up for some times like that. I believe we are we are there, you know, and I really believe in the power of the prophetic word and, and the uh, the word of the Lord. You know, it's so personal. And you, you talk about a witch doctor. You know, there was a a time when I went to a uh, to a psychic fair and set up a table and uh, put the, you know they put me with the, all the psychics and uh-huh. uh, and they were doing psychic readings uh, for twenty five to fifty dollars uh, for one reading and uh, and so I put out a, just a little sign that said uh, free readings. And uh, and so my line was the longest line in the in the whole uh, place, and uh, but this witch doctor came up to me, and, uh, and and you know, and I also took their information down, and we processed their information once once we once I ministered to them, uh, you know, got their uh, contact information, got them plugged into a church, got them saved and plugged into a church, uh, but <clears throat> this witch doctor was there. And uh, and he told me he was a reincarnated jaguar, and uh, that now he was a witch doctor, uh, but he was a jaguar, and uh, and so he he said, so you're going to give me a free reading? I said, I am, but I have to tell you this: I am not a psychic. I'm a prophet of the Lord Most High, and his name is Jesus Christ. And uh, he said, okay, so will I still get a free reading? I said, yes. And so he sat down, and I began to prophesy over him and uh, about some of the things that he'd experienced as a young boy and, and how there were some hurts that had happened when he was a young boy with different um, perverted uh, relatives and that uh, mm. these things had turned his heart hard, uh, but that God was reaching out to heal him. He broke down crying. Wow. This is the power, the power, the personal power of a personal prophetic word and how it began to break the hardness off of his heart. And he fell to his knees at that moment, threw his hands in the air and said, I want to receive Jesus. And I said, okay, well, pray with me. He said, wait. And he went and grabbed all of his family members. There was probably 12 of them standing there. And they all got on their knees and gave their heart to Jesus right at that moment. One right after another. And so I just, you know, the marketplace is outside of the house of God, but the kingdom of God doesn't end at the church. And so when God is ready to do something, which I believe he is, he's looking for people who are willing to be used of the Lord. You don't have to have a title. We need a big tidal wave go through the church, I think, sometimes. Remove the titles yeah. uh, just so that we'll become <laughs> believers again and begin to operate in 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 the right. gifts of the Spirit and, and walking with our amazing Father who wants to speak words of life and love to his lost royal sons and daughters that are in this world. And so uh, God wants to speak destiny to you. 
He wants to speak destiny to me. He wants to speak destiny to those that are within the sound of our voice so that they'll get a sensing uh, that they are God's child and that God knows everything about them and God is with them. And he has a greater plan. And, uh, you know, I believe even right now with all the things that are shutting down, God is doing this to get the attention of his children to begin to arise and shine. You know, as darkness is covering the earth and gross darkness, the people, uh, God is causing his church to wake up. Amen. 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 You know, one of the uh, other things that that we've seen an increase of over the last few years uh, has been angelic activity, uh, helping uh, visions come to pass, helping doors to be open, uh, helping strategic things uh, to happen. So I think we're uh, in a time where there's going to be an angelic host that will help you get your victories that you have never got yet, yes, uh, that amen. we're going to need some angels to help us. Uh, but uh, during, uh, it was during about Passover uh, or Easter time this year, the, uh, the Lord began to speak to me, um, and he began to speak to me about uh, Jesus' resurrection. And when Mary ran to the tomb uh, to see what had happened, uh, that there were two angels there uh, who had rolled the stone away uh, from Jesus' tomb. Uh, and, of course, Jesus was risen and, and wasn't there. And so, uh, so in that case of the miracle that happened, angels were involved uh, to be the stone rollers for it. Uh, but if you look at the story of Lazarus, uh, something quite different happened. Uh, and of course, Lazarus dies. Mary and Martha, his sisters, were frantic, wanted to get Jesus to come. Jesus was still busy in other ministry and couldn't make it uh, when he was sick until he finally died. Uh, when he finally made it back to, to where they were, uh, Martha ran out to him to kind of tell him everything that had happened uh, and, uh, uh, and Mary. Uh, and so Jesus finally said, okay, uh, let's roll the stone away. All right. Uh, and at that point of time, everyone said, oh, no, that, you know, that's not a good idea. He's been there yeah. for four days. He's going to stink. It's, that's not good. Uh, and, but Jesus said, no, uh, we need to roll the stone away. And so uh, in that case, there were actually people that rolled the stone away to make way for the miracle that happened. And so prophetically today, I hear the Lord saying uh, that he's raising up stone rollers in this day and hour, all right, that Mm -hmm. are going to be prophetic people, business people, marketplace people, kingdom people, ministry people that are going to be willing to be the stone rollers to see miracles happen. All right. And obviously that takes action uh, to make it happen. Um, But we're in store for some tremendous miracles we haven't seen yet. Uh, Mm. But we have to be willing to be a stone roller. All right. uh, To see some of those happen. So uh, so I just encourage people that are watching today uh, to just lift your hand right where you are today. uh, And if you're willing to be one of these new stone rollers that make way for God's miracles, 
uh, in this season, in this hour. Uh, he's going to use you, all right? He'll put you maybe in some difficult strategic places. You heard Marty talk about the little boy just on a day-to-by-day activity uh, that needed to have a miracle happen quickly, all right? Uh, he, he will use some of you to be those that are willing to roll the stone away of, of doubt, of unbelief, of whatever the hindrance is, uh, to release the expectation for miracles to happen. And so, Father, right now, I just decree over every person watching today, uh, God, that you are going to anoint them and equip them uh, to be stone rollers in this season of time. In the marketplace, God, you are opening up some new arenas for entrepreneurs uh, to birth some things that haven't existed yet. Uh, There's some uh, that are going to have even some new creativity and ideas, inventions, uh, the things that uh, have been uh, locked up until now. Lord, there's some keys that are being released today uh, that you are releasing to people uh, in every mountain of society and education, government, business. Uh, there are strategic <clears throat> plans that God wants to happen, and there's a miracle power, uh, sometimes with angelic activity, uh, that will cause that uh, to happen. And Father, I even decree over Marty today, Lord, and what he's doing in this new arena of media. And Lord, I just decree, Lord, that he's one of those that you have called to be a stone roller uh, for many others to follow after and to be impacted by the prophetic and by the miraculous. And Lord, so I just speak that blessing of increase this year of the double portion. Elisha took the mantle and struck the waters, uh, and he said, where is the God of Elijah? And he got his double portion, which wasn't just two times more, but it was an open door to the future. And so, Lord, I just decree that double portion anointing of breakthrough as these new stone rollers strike with their mantles in the spheres of influence where they are, uh, they're going to cross over into a new season of miracles. And in the very same way, Elisha did many more miracles uh, noted than Elijah. We're believing that there are many more miracles to step into. uh, Yes. And it won't just be physical miracles. It won't just be financial miracles, Lord, but there's harvest time miracles uh, that you are purposing for this day and this hour. And so, Lord, we decree the Lord of the harvest, Lord, send your laborers, send the stone rollers into action in Jesus' name. And I just, uh, right now, I sense that there are some of some that are watching uh, that are that are in a place where they don't know what to do. And you know, the word of the Lord coming to me is that, uh, like Elijah, he was in the at the brook when it dried up. Uh, He was where he was supposed to be for that season, but then the brook dried up, and he heard the word of the Lord that said, go to to Zarephath. There's a widow woman there that I've uh, commanded to provide for you. And so he had to obey the word of the Lord uh, and, and go to Zarephath. And there's some of you who are in a position right now where you've had uh, your provision is dried up, uh, but God is giving you a word that it's time to get up and move forward. God wants you in the flow moving forward. And uh, even though Elijah went to a widow woman who did not have provision, God did a miracle in the midst of that. And so the Bible says, I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you. And so God's got a blueprint already laid out, and he's 
he's realigning lives right now, even for temporary provision uh, for the moment, but there's the greater breakthrough that's coming, and there is that uh, refining of hearing the voice of the Lord and moving upon and acting upon in faith what God is telling you to do. It's like the God is wa- the Spirit of the Lord is waking up uh, the church to begin to hear the voice. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice, and so God's causing the sheep to hear the voice of the Lord to begin to get up and move and accomplish some new things uh, in new areas and in new ways. And I particularly see the businessmen and women of God rising up and doing what's in their heart to do now at obeying God. God determined certain things. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, there, there are some that are watching right now. It just seems like a, a foreign thought. Uh, but that's the voice of the Lord uh, calling you to step out and, and do the thing that God's uh, uh, ordaining for you to do right now. And that's where your provision will be, says the Lord. Amen. That's so good. I think today also there, there are some watching today that uh, you have had uh, a seemingly uh, a defeat or a discouragement uh, in the marketplace and business arenas that you've tried to venture into and and break forth into uh, that didn't turn out uh, the way that you would have wanted them to. Sometimes there's been loss. There's uh, been uh, homes, I think, that have been lost. There's been other business ventures that haven't happened. Uh, and I just hear the Lord saying today that he washes wants to wash away uh, the power of disappointment and the power of defeat. Uh, you know, I think it's it's true in the kingdom that we don't win every battle, right? Uh, that we actually lose some of the battles that we're in. And when we realize that, uh, that shouldn't be our end-time defeat, uh, but it should just enable us uh, to continue to move forward because we win the ultimate war. All right. We are overcomers. We are victors. We are those that take dominion. Uh, but uh, just because you have had a seemingly uh, a defeat that would have happened in the past, God wants to break the power of that mindset of defeat or discouragement so your expectation can arise again because we're expectation is, is where miracles happen, all right? Amen. And I just believe yes. God just wants to release you. So, Father, I just speak, Lord, to those yes, that uh, have been bound by some uh, defeat yes. or discouragement, Lord, that things that didn't turn out they would have prayed for that didn't work, maybe even some family situations and health situations that didn't turn out the way you wanted it. It doesn't change the fact, Lord, that you are the God of miracles and that we trust in you for every miracle. We don't understand everything that happens, Lord, but we know that you are the God of miracles. And so, Lord, we awaken your strong right arm today to crush chaos in homes and families and health situations and in the marketplace endeavors where chaos has tried to prevail. We break that power today by the mighty hand of the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, right now, I just hear you speaking to your sons and your daughters that you are the author and the finisher of our faith, and that you are the one who declares the things from the beginning, declares the end from the beginning, and call those things which be not as though they already were. And Father, there is a reactivation of prophetic words that have been dormant uh, in the past, they've been sitting on a shelf 
that you're reactivating now and you want you're calling your sons and daughters into this moment this this kairos moment it's like a window of time where god's calling you to pick up those prophetic words again and to re-decree them and re-prophesy them and call those things which be not they haven't happened yet as though they already were and god is going to release such a powerful uh prophetic fulfillment in a in a small window of time and suddenly everything will begin to align uh, for God's purpose to begin to come forth in a greater way uh, for your destiny, says the Lord. Wow, Amen. So good. Yeah. So good. So good, Mark. Amen. Well, we are running short on time, but uh, I could do this for the next three hours with you, and maybe we'll do a show <laughs> with just dedicated to that. We'll just fill it up with yeah. prophecy. Uh, yeah. But... Uh, you know, I, I again, I want to encourage people to go to ChristianInternational.com and uh, go to the uh, to the store there and buy uh, these two books. They're gonna, it's just gonna cause an explosion of faith on the inside of you uh, to begin to uh, believe God for financial miracles. You know, uh, God has a wealth transfer ready, and He's pulling the trigger on it now. And I believe it's available for those who will exercise their faith and begin to step out and, and, and follow the principles that are in these books. And you'll see those amen. miracles begin to come to pass. Amen. 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 And remember, July 21 to 23 uh, yes. is our Culture Influencers Virtual Conference. Go to our uh, main website, ChristianInternational.com, uh, under Events. Uh, you will see uh, this one listed, uh, and we'd love to get you registered and be with us and receive a prophetic word yourself uh, during this time. And we also have Chuck Pierce, I forgot to mention him, I think, the last time, and Steve Schultz of the Elijah List, uh, who's uh, actually his Elijah List got birthed from a word at Christian International many years ago. He got a word about sending out prophetic emails. He said he had about 25 friends that he started with, and now he has 300,000, I think, on wow. his email list. So, uh, there's a principle of multiplication in the prophetic. So come and be a part with us. Amen. Amen. I also saw a couple of great uh, friends of ours, Melody Hilton. She's an amazing yeah. Uh, prophetess and, and uh, very powerful. And Lance Wallnow. Uh, Lance is yes. an incredible friend and, and what a blessing to the church he is and uh, a powerful man of God and just really doing some great things in the kingdom. And so uh, all yeah. that's available to you. And uh, I encourage you again, go to christianinternational.com and uh, look under events and sign up for that. It's going to be powerful time. Uh, Gail, before we go, would you just pray prophetically over our uh, our audience today and uh, just empower them uh, with a fresh faith uh, and pray for them and, and as we're navigating through these times? You know, you talked about how how the enemy is uh, is causing such confusion. And, uh, you know, God is not the author of confusion. The devil is the author of confusion. And God did not give us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And, you know, the Bible even goes as far as to say that God set the bounds uh, and the boundaries of our lives. And, uh, you know, he's framed everything for us. And and it looks like the enemy's plan. It, you can see through Scripture how God ordained borders and boundaries. And, and uh, it's like the enemy's trying to pull all the borders and boundaries 
uh, away from every area of life, whether it is gender boundaries and borders, mm-hmm. or whether it is uh, national boundaries or borders, or you know, uh, 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 moral boundaries and borders, and uh, you know, it's all an attack from the enemy. And I believe that if the church will pray. Uh, we'll begin to see some things turn around. And we, we happen to have a great audience uh, that is full of warriors that are ready to pray. Uh, but would you just pray a blessing over them and empower them with a, with a strong charge from the Lord today? Yeah, sure will. Um, one of the things, as you were sharing, Marty, I think you know the most important thing that we can do uh, in every situation and circumstance is measure things by the word of the Lord. That's our final authority. And so where the enemy tries to bring confusion, we've talked about in the role of what a marriage is between one man and a woman, between gender identity, between national levels of chaos coming together, uh, whatever that is, uh, we need to really look to the word to be our source and to be our foundation to measure things for truth. And so I just want to pray that today, that there's going to be a restoration of really the revelation of the word of the Lord, and that it will have the ability to cause us to be aligned to fulfill the destiny that he's called each one of us and each one of you uh, to do. And so, Father, I pray right now, Lord, for every person watching today. Lord, Lord, I thank you, Lord, they're in many places, strategic locations, Lord, where you have placed them to be influential. And Lord, I come together in the name of Jesus, and I break the power of confusion. I break the power of doubt or unbelief. Lord, I break the power that would say things weren't possible because you are the God of possibility. And Lord, uh, I pray for a new revelation of your word to come to hearts and minds. And Lord, even as we're entering into election seasons in our nation and in some other nations I know that are very critical coming up, uh, Lord, I pray uh, that there would be a revelation of truth. And Lord, where this Leviathan spirit has twisted truth and made uh, things that are lies to seem real and made things that are real to be lies. Lord, this power of deception and wave of deception, we break its power over the minds of people. Lord, when that scripture in Isaiah that talks about us arising and shining at a time where there's darkness, it says deep darkness will be over the minds of people. And that word for deep darkness is a word that means thick gloom over the minds of people. And so, Lord, right now, I break the power of this gloom, and I break this power uh, that would cause revelation to be unknown. I break the power of deception over minds. And Lord, I thank you that you are energizing your people. You're equipping your people. You're anointing your people to be strong warriors in this day and hour. And just like Joshua, who said, if God is with us, we can do it, no matter if there's giants, no matter if there's walled up cities, no matter what it looks like, if God is on our side, we can do it. And so I loose that and speak that over every person today. If God is on your side, there's angels on your side, and you will be victorious. And Lord, I loose that and decree it today in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Wow. So very powerful. I want to encourage every one of you to 
uh, go back and listen to some of this uh, information again. It's so powerful, such a good uh, revelatory time in the kingdom. And so, Apostle Gail, thank you so much for your time today, and and uh, we just speak blessing over you, and we would love to have you back sometime soon, and uh, let's make a plan sometime, and we'll Maybe we'll just spend half of that time just prophesying together, tag team prophecy again. Amen. (laughs) That is so fun. Yeah, well, I love you, Marty, and your family, and and we'll be happy to be with you. And I know I'm going to invite you to be on some of my things that we have upcoming as well. So uh, we're going to tag team against this (laughs) darkness and see the light come. Amen. Realigning the kingdom. Amen. We love you. We bless you. Thanks, Thanks for being on Speak Life, and we'll see you next time. Amen. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Gail. Wow, what a powerful time of ministry and uh, revelation. Hallelujah. Amen. It's been great today. I want to thank those of you uh, who are standing with us here at Speak Life and those of you who continue to sow seed into this prophetic ministry. I'm praying for your harvest, uh, praying that it comes back to you a hundredfold. And uh, every one of you that is sacrificing and giving, I'm praying daily for you. And uh, thank you for standing with this prophet. You make it possible for us to continue to bring quality prophetic ministry week after week right here on Speak Life. And for those of you who would like to sow a seed, help us continue to release the word of the Lord from this platform to the nations. We want to thank you for that. And there are several ways that you can donate. And listen, you can donate any amount. Uh, just text your gift to the number 84321. That's 84321. Also, there's a link in the comment section if you're watching on social media. Uh, or if you prefer to mail your offering, you can do so by mailing it to LifePoint, P.O. Box 1822 in Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. I'd also like to invite you to send us your prayer requests on both of our websites at martylayton.com and on our church website, lifepointchurch.cc. I also want to thank today's sponsor, Mike Lindell and My Pillow. You know, Mike is such an amazing patriot of God, doing the work of the Lord, fighting on the front lines of this war against the lies and the forces of darkness, you know, fighting for the freedoms that we love right here in America the Beautiful. This is a real warfare, and it's a spiritual warfare, but it has impact in our world. And so I want to encourage you to please check out the amazing products that he has available at MyPillow.com. And listen to this. If you use my name, Marty, as your promo code, you'll receive the deepest discounts available uh, on your purchase right now. And so if you prefer uh, to just pick up the phone and place your order that way. You can do that by calling the number 800-859-2938. That's 800-859-2938. That's a dedicated line just for this uh, broadcast. And remember to use the promo code MARTY. Uh, this is one, one way that you can really support Speak Life and also support the patriotic work of Mike Lindell and get some great products in return. And so I believe we have an audience of great warriors, and uh, you're being raised up for such a time as this. You know, Isaiah chapter 30, verse 31, uh, it says that the voice of the Lord shatters the enemy. The voice of the Lord shatters the enemy, and uh, it beats him down with his rod of punishment. And so 
prophesy the word of the Lord over your situation. Say what God is saying. Amen. No fear. God is not finished and it is not over. God still holds his trump card. Amen. Therefore, we have no fear. God's in control. And no matter what the enemy's facade is, no matter what he's trying to do to turn you uh, into a a, a place of uh, intrepidation, uh, reject that. Amen. I want to thank you again for tuning in to Speak Life. Join us next week with more uh, ministry conversations and insights from today's cutting-edge leaders. Some great stuff God is releasing to the body of Christ right now. Revelation, I know, that's going to be life-changing for you. So please take a second and sub- subscribe to the Speak Life uh, podcast. Uh, if you've been blessed by this ministry, please leave us a five-star review. You can follow me on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, Truth, Getter, Facebook, YouTube, Rumble, all the platforms. Just look for my uh, my name, at Marty Layton, and you'll find me there. And remember, you can also watch the show live every Friday night at 7 p.m. Central Time on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Rumble. And I want to thank you for telling others about the Speak Life show, helping us reach more people with this prophetic ministry. Also, you can find the Speak Life podcast on iTunes, Spotify, the Charisma Podcast Network, frankspeech.com, anywhere you listen to podcasts. So thank you again, and remember to keep your spiritual eyes and ears open because God is always talking. We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Thank you for listening to Speak Life with Marty Layton. Please help us spread hope and share this podcast with a friend. Join us again as we speak life into our world. Oh,